Welcome to GalacticConnection.com, one of the most popular blogs on the World Wide Web today for alternative news. Stay tuned for the latest information on our world shift from enslavement to galactic involvement, as well as current intel on any blockages impeding us from our sovereign birthright. Knowledge and self-mastery are key at this time. Our commitment is to present you with the latest breaking conspiratorial articles, off-world messages, exopolitics, cutting-edge technologies and sciences, and also an ever-significant intertwining of spiritual support and metaphysical scope that one needs to dive down the rabbit hole in search for truth with balance. We are truly on the horizon of a new golden age filled with the promise for more love, worldwide peace, and accelerated intuitive skills, where every living being can exist in cohesion and abundance. It is whatever we envision and dream this new world to be. I say to you now, let's redefine the new world to the beginnings of our own precious heaven on earth. Galactic Connection is here to provide the pulse of Mother Earth through an eclectic range of interviews each Tuesday afternoon from 3 to 4.55 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Station 2 on BBS Radio, expanding your perspectives on how we can once and for all take back our freedoms, our joy, and our connection with our mighty I Am Presence. Our intention remains true to connect hearts and minds everywhere in order to obtain global unity and galactic and universal acceptance. Our discussions will continue to cover anything to do with galactic society and our involvement with our galactic brothers and sisters. Our guests are experts in their fields and our radio shows have been coined as some of the most thought-provoking out there. In addition to our daily blog, which runs 365 days a year, we also offer a realm of healing services such as our world-renowned implant removal processes, our spiritual past life clearings, our galactic violet ray alchemy, from Alexandra who shares in the lineage of Merlin and other cutting-edge healing technologies. Check our site out at galacticconnection.com now. Sending you a wave of light, love, and inspiration and a personal hug and thank you for listening to our Galactic Connection radio show and visiting our blog today. Good morning, everyone. This is Alexandra Metters of GalacticConnection.com, and uh, today is February 5th, 2018. I know it's been forever. Actually, I think the last time I did an interview was in Ireland with uh, Laura and um, several other people, which I never got successfully up to be uploaded. For some reason, they kept getting blocked every single time. Remember that? And uh, so today I have Laura Legere with me. And frankly, what I think we're going to do <laughs> is we're just going to chat because a lot of times we start communicating and then we say, God, we should have recorded this, you know. Uh, and I've had people write in and contact me and say that they've missed our presence on the Internet. And so we're hoping that you have as much fun as we do. Laura is an absolutely dear friend of mine and we've been through so much together. Um, we've had two missions together and uh, both of them were intense in their own way. If you haven't already noticed, Laura has a new look about her and it looks great. I just love it. 
so anyway, uh, Laura, go ahead and say hi and introduce hey yourself. To those. We've, missed every, we've missed everybody too. Um, but it's been it's been a lot of integration after the the two month mission in Scotland and Ireland, and we just have had such a different take on things. Yeah. You open your eyes; it's it's very it's hard to talk to people, and so we're gonna do it now. Yeah, we're gonna try, and you know, for there are some subjects that are just completely off limits. I'm actually under a non disclosure. And I'm sure there are many um, that are involved in the front lines with this mission that are under non-disclosure uh, directly with Creator. You know, it's it's if I can't put out any other warning, the one thing I would really ask those that are delivering the intel uh, to please think about what you're releasing for the sake of the men and women that are working on planet and off planet and they're putting their lives on the line. And I mean like every second of the day. So really be cognizant of that on a conscious level before you say something, really think about the Intel that you're sharing with the world. That's been something that's been screaming inside of me. So for myself, because of the interaction directly with PC prime creator, uh, I've gone under. I just kind of went under because it was almost virtually impossible for me to have a conversation with anyone uh, without, you know, getting uncomfortable because of the, you know, the, uh, what do you call it, Laura? Just the, the scope of what we learned because we had no idea. I mean, we had some idea, but once we got there, we were bombed by so much stuff and we would just go, are you serious? Are you serious? Are you serious? And we just were like, ah, uh, you know, and so it was too hard to explain it to anybody else until, unless they were having our experience. Yeah. And you know, what we thought we were going to do there <laughs> was nothing like what we ended up being sent to do there. Um, I think that was both of our surprises. Definitely. Well, the other thing was, is that we were told only what we needed to know to even agree to go because neither of us really had the finances to stay there that long. And so if we had known ahead of time, like that we were going to have to put $2,600 just to hold the rental car, because I had that whole thing worked out through AAA and she never, ever said that to me. <laughs> and I know that was intentional because I would have just, you never would have gone. I would have walked. I know. <laughs> and I want everybody to know that, you know, I give Laura a hard time about her. Um, she loves cats. She's got this incredible um, affinity to cats. And the entire time I was there with her, I kept seeing her bleed through. And I saw her as a Peshat. Um, and she was holding her spear. And standing there very erect and, you know, really guarding me. It was incredible. It was incredible. I think you well, felt that too. Well, that, but also uh, when we were on that other mission up to D.C., um, you took uh, some pictures of me and I looked just like a Peshat. Oh, my God. Exactly like it. 
I'll have to drum those up one of these days. And we were standing on top of an exploded pyramid. Yes, we were. And also where the big, uh, I think that's where one of the big floods occurred was where we were standing. You know, it was a big uh, explosion. Right, exactly. Yeah. And uh, we could see, we could see in, cause it's uh, actually called Potomac Falls or Great Falls or whatever. And, um, it, it's a tourist thing. You can walk on this boardwalk, but we saw walls and structures and statues. They're worn away naturally, but they're not natural. And all the waterways are on these giant slabs and like, looks like stairs next to them. I mean, it's too obvious, but nobody else was seeing it, but us. <laughs> we just kept saying, Oh my God. Well, and the water was going down the staircase of yes. the pyramid, by the way, folks, if you have a chance to go up there and see that it will blow your mind when you have the awareness and the intuition that we do. Uh, it's it, it's like stepping back in time and you may get really affected because it is it is definitely one of the locations I was told of Atlantis um, It was not the main hub. It was like an What do they call it like an outside satellite? Uh, area, but it was huge and We couldn't get over we could see that they had specifically picked up dead trunks tree trunks uh, dead debris, branches, and all this stuff, and they had laid them out just so perfectly so you wouldn't be able to really see what was laying on the ground. I mean, you know, you could literally see these statues' faces. It was unbelievable. I think we must have said, oh, my God, 50 million times the whole That's time. That's right. And also there was um, lots of completely round drilled holes that were different sizes, and Native Americans, what the heck would they do that for? That wasn't. <laughs> no. Well, and Laura, tell them, tell them about what you do in your spare time. I mean, you're, you're hunkering down on really looking at these ancient structures. Tell them a little bit about what you've discovered. Well, okay. So when I lived on the West Coast, I used to drive up and down I-5, and I would look at the shapes of the mountains and go, or even the smaller ones and go, that's a mound and that's a pyramid. And, and, you know, we're on a lot of people's private property. And I thought, wow, if you could just go in there, I bet you you'd find stuff. And, um, and so I had that thought that sight was psychic and stuff. And I did find some stuff in Washington state, but not near as much as I've found here in the Blue Ridge mountains. Um, I've gone, I go hiking usually once a week. Uh, with the parks department or, or some other people that I've hiked with and everywhere I have gone around here, what it doesn't matter. I find the ancient structures that we're walking on tops of pyramids. And also because of um, Roger Spears from mud fossil university, he taught us how to look at uh, rocks and see the creatures. And I've seen that too, where you can see where the, the iron or what it was blood um, I saw a whole rock that looked just like a, a turtle. I mean, a giant turtle. It had the fins on the side and everything. I mean, I found a, uh, well, they call it tinker cliffs, but I call it tinker walls because they're straight up and down walls. And I, I was um, looking online at some of the, uh, the hikers uh, on YouTube and these two guys were on Tinker Mountain and they were by themselves and they were filming and they said they had to come off the, the wall or the 
well, the wall, cliff, whatever, and um, come into the woods a little bit to film because it was blowing 35 mile an hour winds and the whole mountain was shaking. Wow. So that it's hollow in there. Wow. And so I, and, and on that one particular place, I found this giant stone that was carved a certain way and it had a carved bowl in the top and it had a symbol on the front that was a round circle with three squiggly lines. And somebody I know that psychic said that's a time uh, travel portal. That's a symbol for that. And I said, wow, it's a good thing I didn't stand on top of it. And he said, oh, it's not activated right now. It's like moved or whatever. But, you know, uh, it's funny to walk, walk, to hike with all these people who are used to seeing all this stuff. And they've been told by some geologists that this is formed by ice rain and, you know, volcanoes. But volcanoes. They don't <laughs> right angles and big megaliths, right? You know, that, are, that are these giant blocks. That's not how it works. And so uh, I feel like a lot of I sometimes I feel like I can tune into the cataclysm that happened, and I can see how it toppled. But for the most part, I'm walking um, in the woods. Lots of trees and dirt <laughs> are on top of the structures, and what I'm seeing is just what's sticking out. But, I, you know, I, I just always look at the shape of the terrain and go, wow, that's interesting there, even though I don't even see any rocks. I just go, you know, it just – and then then the other thing is, is um, uh, it, with Roger Spears, I mean, when we were in Ireland – we saw bones and we saw that all the, the, the basically all the um, stone structures there built from giant bones. That's what we saw. I mean, it's just crazy. What about that one castle and we looked out the window and we saw a bunch of elephants? Oh, yeah. Um, remember which castle that was. It was at the cliff. Uh, at the cliff. That's it was after, wasn't it after we went to the caves? The, mm -hmm. um, what caves were those? The marble? No, not marble arches caves. No, it was something else. I forgot. You know, we'll have to be more prepared <laughs> with this because there's so many things we could share with everybody that I think would just floor them. But this was, this is Northern Ireland. So you and I went into this cave and this was after we went to the, 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 the giant's causeway, which is totally a boneyard. We saw pelvises and spines and everything on the beach. And yeah, I mean, things. But when we went into this cave, we both looked at each other and said, we're inside of a creature, uh, you know, because you could see the articulated spines. And I mean, maybe not just one creature, but a few. And then we both got the same hit when we saw a pile of something. We go, oh, they, that's what they ate. <laughs> You know, and we actually ran it by creator and we were told that was correct. You know? Right. Like, right. And then, and then after that, we went to that one castle that we didn't know we were going to go to. And I forgot what the name of it was, but this, it was right on the edge of a cliff. And you could look out one of the ruined windows all along the coast and you could see archway, white archways and white archways. And they really did look like, elephants and we did see um i mean there are um giant gigantic creatures and elephants are seem to be a little more obvious mm -hmm. in the shape so yeah i felt so too <clears throat> i th i think um 
what I'd like you to do, because I'm so in the moment when I'm on mission, and a lot of times I don't even know where I am when I'm doing what I'm doing. When Let's back up and talk about the trip throughout Virginia and D.C. Okay. Um, what do you feel, like, what was your impression of that trip? I know we were, we were on, we were on uh, a trail, so to speak, for a solid 10 days. And, you know, just being told where we needed to go. It's kind of like Scotland and Ireland. <laughs> yeah. Except that but, was like um, almost two months, you know? Right. Well, what sort of, what started it out uh, for us was I took you up to a stone cabin first before we did the mission. And it was just to chill out and hang out and go for a walk and, and um, go see Dr. Joe. Yeah. Anyway, and um, and so when we were walking uh, on a path uh, that there was a creek bed and everything uh, near us, uh, we started sitting in the, around the creek and looking at the stones, going, "These, these don't look like you know natural, um, you know, rounded creek stones." And we started looking at them and going, "Well, oh, that's interesting." And then we started walking and we found like a, a wall, like a chunk of a wall. And then we got up on the road and we looked on in the woods and we really went, oh, wow, this is a pyramid in here. And it was, I mean, giant megalith structure inside there. And uh, what was funny about Dr. Joe, when we told him, he goes, I've raised my, my whole family there for 30 some years and we used to go there all the time and I never saw that. He said, he never saw it that way. Right, right. And, and, and he and his wife started going, after we told him that, they started going back there all the time and seeing all kinds of stuff. That's a beautiful yeah. location. I think, too, one of the most memorable experiences was sitting on those gigantic rocks in the middle of the creek because um, I was receiving a lot of information and uh, you and I were sitting there and then it started raining. Right. Um, such an amazing experience. Uh, just really feeling tuned in with, with uh, creator and spirit. It was awesome. So now after that, refresh my memory. Cause it's, I just got to ask how many people out there are having like memory. Nada. <laughs> there is no memory. I mean, oh, well there, there, I have lots of spouts of that, man. It's, it's just really crazy. Of course, they say as, as you see, we are winding down. I don't know if people really get this. We're winding down. And as creator uncreates this reality, this virtual reality game, um, the magnetism, which is actually the darkness, uh, is getting uncreated. It's becoming less and less and less and less. So, when you have magnetics, what do you have, right? I mean, if you look at a hard drive, you retain information with a mag drive. And the same applies with us because we've had uh, kind of like pieces of, of um, iron and metal and things like that that have been uh, created in our bloodstream to keep our memories alive and that sort of thing. So that's why we're all losing our memories. <laughs> Or not having, you know, not having them intact like we used to. Right. But uh, so let me see. After that, you know, when we when we got in the car 
where did we start, Laura? Because you're way more familiar. Well, we don't uh, have to, let's not give the exact locations. Right. So. Well, you mean when we, when we came back to the house, we stayed another week to, and then we decided to do the trip. Yeah. We and so, um, call from Ashtar. Yeah. Right. And so, um, we started up the, the east, the west side of Virginia, the old highway, and we started clearing the, the old Civil War trail. Oh, my God. I mean, I was seeing Civil War soldiers. And that right. was very painful. That was very painful. We went to a lot of battlefields. And we actually, remember, we went to that one battlefield and a couple of beans showed up asking for our help. Yes. That was really intense. Yeah, because a lot of them were our designated historic um, marks that you can see. And other ones, we just knew that was going on there. And um, uh, and then we, uh, we, we noticed there was lions, all lion statues at everybody's, um, uh, a lot of people's, uh, either the entryway on their porch or the entryway from their sidewalk or whatever. And, um, and then when we got to Winchester, whoops, <laughs> well, that library is amazing. I mean, it yeah, had Knights Templar, um, Masonic stuff. The structure and, had so much code in it. It and was it had Egyptian stuff. It had everything. And it looked like a, um, it looked like it was modeled after some, you know, old building in Europe. Um, Oh, it was gorgeous. And just to yeah. backtrack for a minute, I want to say one other thing. You know, we all are familiar that we like to clear, okay? We like to clear, um, you know, let's say that there's uh, people that have passed, uh, you know, loved ones that are asking for help and assistance, and they, they, they haven't been able to kind of break out of this, uh, this so-called dimension, Okay. So the, it's important to assist from that standpoint. But what I don't think people understand is these battlefields that we visit as historical locations, uh, they, tons of blood was shed, right, on those locations. And in most cases, the, uh, the dark have very much selected locations and there are things below ground that contribute to the ritualism of the blood that was shed on those locations so it's not just nearly merely about removing the imprint or the karmic uh, implications the cellular memory and that kind of thing it's also about the fact that they will use those locations because the blood has been shed already and there's uh, there's going to be somehow either devices or rituals or certain things being done underneath those locations. I just wanted to say that. Right. Even that in places that people didn't really think they would be, but I saw it, I saw it over and over and over again. Right. So you, the other thing you started doing, I can't remember who you were doing on that trip, but, um, Ashtar wanted you to just do it while we were driving by because there were so many places that we didn't have time to stop everywhere. Right. And there were times where they told us to just not do anything for a couple of days to lay low. Yeah. And, um, yeah. 
<laughs> we had quite a few of those in Scotland and Ireland. That's well, sure. yeah, but I was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna tell this thing that happened. I mean, we went into to the north rim of Virginia, did some stuff, and we started coming down the the east side. And there was an incident that happened at the Dulles Airport. Can I explain sure. that? Yeah. Okay, so after we did some clearing, there that looked like there was trying to be a false flag at Dulles Airport where all these police were running all over the airport looking for a shooter and the shooter didn't exist, was gone. And they, you know, it was like either the, um, the uh, actor um, or yeah. the actor didn't show up or was disappeared <laughs> or removed from creator. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so that it was really kind of funny because if you didn't pay attention to it, it, they, because they, what they do is they just go, Oh, never mind, And then they never mention it again. So then everybody, you know, has a short attention span. If you didn't hear it, happen to hear it, you know, when we well, did, you wouldn't know. And, and then um, Delta Airlines completely shut down all of their, remember that? Well, like, that was when we were at the East City Ranch. Oh, but there was another one, another airline. Oh, when you, you mean uh, when you came here? Yeah. Well, you flew in on Delta. Yeah, there was another airline. Remember, we did, we did a clearing and the airline kind of went down in their communications. When I, when I asked what this is all about, you know, every, everybody has to understand that when you're doing your work, it is so complex and multi-layered at this stage of the game. I mean, there are a gazillion uh, light forces involved. Now we refer to the light forces as Octurians and Pleiadians and Lyrans and, you know, so on at Syrians and so on and so forth. But uh, what I've been shown very clearly is those particular races that we see in many instances, those are actually your aspects that are talking to you. They're actually you in another space and time, you know, in another place in another planet, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but when I say life forces, I'm talking about the galactic fleet, which is gigantic. And, um, there have been several instances where Ashtar, uh, even though he doesn't really, he's not really thrilled about a lot of the channelings that come out because there's so much distortion in what is being said. But uh, he has made it very clear that they don't have a prayer up against the galactic fleets that are outside of this reality. You know, have you heard some of these channelings? I mean, he's making it very clear because the, the cabal was threatening you know, that they were going to take them down and all this stuff. And they were like in a so-called higher dimension, but it, it, it's a joke compared to the forces that are upstairs. You know, well, we're in good just, hands. We're in good hands. I just was reading a little bit of a Benjamin Fulford newsletter and, uh, and he was talking about the, the train um, wreck with yeah. all the, the uh, politicians on it and he and they basically said it was divine intervention it was That's what they said stopped it yep it wasn't from him he was just repeating what what they were saying you know and speaking of which there's so many things laura and i could talk about so we're just kind of like this is our first recording we're gonna 
we, we kind of wanted to do this and have fun at the same time and include all of you in it. And, uh, you know, I want to make it clear that if you want to drop an email to Laura, not me, <laughs> uh, she can assist us in addressing whatever questions you guys have. Um, I was given a message this morning from Creator. I asked, what can I say to the public? And I want everybody to read between the lines here, but he said, check mate. So um, that's really good news. Go upstairs and, and ask yourself. Uh, we're still at a place where remember that no matter how much no matter how much there's an ability or a force outside of this virtual reality that could just shut this whole thing down like that, there's also the consideration of the least amount of bloodshed and damage and pain and suffering to all of the folks, okay? And that is always a consideration. But when you hear something like checkmate, uh, think of every aspect, every circumstance, every tool, every device, every thing that you can imagine that the dark has used against humanity. Just think of that right now. You've got, Laura, you've got, let's, let's go through. We've got uh, computer code that's used against us. We've got smart technology that's used against well, all us. Well, the, all the technology is been, that they have been hoarding from, or hiding from us, they're using against us anyway. Right, right. You've got, um, and I want to talk about nanotechnology in a second because that's really a hot topic that's not as much information out there as I would like to see. Uh, you've got nanotechnology disbursement that's been out there. Um, you know, there's been... Um, what they've been doing to the food, the water, and the air, okay? So that's a, a complete assault on our bodies. Uh, and, and by the way, look at your bodies, okay? Now, granted, we're not living, we're in a completely toxic world, but does, does it not blow you away that we're still alive and well? I mean, I'm not saying there's not people out there that don't have illness, but we're still getting up every day. I mean, that right there, in my opinion, should be the slam dunk realization for those that are sitting kind of on the fence going, is this really, is this really happening? I mean, that is divine intervention, folks. There's no way you can explain that away. You just can't. I have a really good example for that. And that is because I was in Seattle when Fukushima happened and I thought, no. Really, if it was if it was supposed to happen, I mean, if if there was not any intervention at all, I should be bone dust. Yeah. Really, true. I, and, I thought about that for a long time because I would hear these scientists who were telling you, "Well, this is what's going to happen," and uh, and I just knew I was protected because I wasn't even getting sick. Either. I asked I asked Creator about the radiation in the Pacific Ocean. And I said, you know, is it as bad as it's as they've, you know, reported? And he's, he, he, he just kept saying, look, you know, we're on top of things. I mean, he monitors 
everything you can imagine. And he's got this humongous force, which in many cases are higher aspects of those of you that are listening to this interview. And you may not be consciously aware at all. Um, and it depends on, it depends on your agreement. I really, I want to say this, Lord, don't want to interrupt you, but so many people that I have sessions with, they feel uh, less than because they're not getting, um, you know, direct communication and they feel like they should be on it and they should know more and that kind of thing. But please realize those are agreements that you made depending on what you're involved in, depending on how hot of a hot potato it is and how much it's going to put you in danger will in many cases determine how um, unable you are to receive clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient information. Um, he really made that clear. It is an agreement that you chose to make before you came down this last time. Uh, that's a whole different way of looking at it, Laura. I just kind of want people to give themselves a break. You know, if you're not super duper clairvoyant, there's a total reason for it. And there's, there should be a surrender to it. That doesn't mean you don't pursue direct communication. Okay. But it should give you a little bit of a breathing room. Like there's nothing wrong with you. People that are pushing so heavily to blow open their third eye. I had somebody write into me the other day about that. Um, why are we doing that? I just want to ask, why are we doing that? There are many, many fallouts that come from pushing the body, even etherically. And uh, a lot of holes that get blown open when you push something abnormally to such an accelerated level on an energetic basis. So, sorry, I just had to say that. <laughs> No, I, I didn't feel interrupted. Actually, um, I uh, I kind of came to that conclusion years ago when I um, listened to, uh, there's a guy, um, Ralph Meany. He was a famous um, race car driver. He's, I think he's still around. He's in his 80s and I met him. And uh, he's, he had, um, I mean, he had experiences like if, um, if his parents wanted to discipline him by spanking him, their hand would be stopped. Wow. You know, and, and the, so the parents, when they were sending him to school, they told the teachers, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> you know, and he fell out of a tree one time like this. Wow. Like a feather. Wow. You know, and, and he was, the other thing is, is that the CIA tried to recruit him, of course, because, you know, and he refused, and they and some people tried to kill him, like sh um, shoot his. They shot holes in his tires or whatever, but they were trying to take him out. And then they, be, and because he repairs, you know, fancy race cars, the CIA became his clients for that for their cars and stuff. But he wasn't going to join them. But yeah. he has pictures. The the he said the Galactics would. Um, uh, he had a camera next to him. Um, his bed and they would wake him up and say, uh, okay, go to the window and take these pictures or they would take him up on the ship and he could take his camera. And he showed his pictures f from the ship, you know, cool. <laughs> and, um, and then, um, I mean, his life was just really like that. And I thought, 
that was his agreement he made. I mean, I, my life wasn't like that, you know, but, and I have certain things that are, um, you know, conducive to me, but um, I really got from knowing him that that was his agreement. He came in because he wanted to have certain of his abilities still. Yeah, and, and from what I've been told, um, that can be a really painful path. I mean, as you know, you probably know a lot of people. I know I do. I have many friends that are, they were born clairvoyant. Their, 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 uh, those abilities were fully intact, and they lived very difficult childhoods. I mean, very difficult childhoods. It's kind of awesome today that the parents are embracing that more, and they're not shaming and humiliating the child like they did back in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. You know, it was just really difficult. But uh, I just kind of want people to lighten up, you know, just be happy where you're at. We are truly in the final moments of our life in this reality. And it's such a big deal. I asked creator this morning also, uh, what's going on with the 250,000 worlds? You know, they're just kind of sitting on the sideline waiting. And it's not so much that they weren't supporting him in this mission. It was more that it is totally true that most people felt that it was an impossible accomplishment. And uh, he reported this morning, he says, they're absolutely ecstatic at what has occurred, which means we've already passed that zero point place. You know, go to sleep every night knowing that that's how hard so many of us have worked. And, uh, you know, those of us that are on the ground, they couldn't have done it without us. This was a very coordinated operation. Laura and I went into um, several, uh, several missions that we did in Virginia and Washington, D.C. I fully saw the white military meeting us. Um, I saw us releasing children. I saw us um, collecting information. Um, that's been kind of something that I've been doing, um, you know, for a long time is working on the pedophile ring behind the scenes. And um, it's their power has been diminished so substantially. Uh, their abilities to <clears throat> continue to do um, ceremonial magic and things like that these types of things are all being uncreated and shut down by PC. People really need to get that. We're not in the old days. We're in a completely different ball of wax. This is why the things that they've chosen to do, the, 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 um, the false flags, uh, even the Super Bowl yesterday. I don't know how many people watched the Super Bowl. I only watched it just to take some notes that we could go through. Uh, nothing nefarious happened it's fantastic although they had they had like <laughs> i mean i i forgot they had the most protective agencies and i mean uh, i forgot how many you know i don't know if it was military or private military or what but they had all these different um 
security agencies on that game more than they've ever had in ever, well, ever period. It was a big deal, and I know more. I, I'm not going to talk about the details of it, but I can tell you this much, that the entire security force was switched out right before the game, and it really yeah. people off. And right, because, I, heard, I heard that too. Yeah, and because of that, um, they were able to shut some things down that literally, guess what, folks? Every single person in that stadium was a target. Every single person. Um, again, divine intervention, it was shut down, you know, and we're moving on. It was kind of one of their last hurrahs. Uh, their, their personality profile is as such where they're never going to really stop because they've, they haven't had to for what quintillions of years. <laughs> I mean, this has been going on for so long that that audacity and that pompacity is so enormous. There's no way that they can even accept the fact that they are defeated. They just can't accept. Right. Well, that's the, the other thing is, is we're in this time now where um, any negative, uh, destructive things that you try to do or plan or per focus on somebody, it actually reflects directly back to you right away. Right. And uh, one of the things that we were thinking, because they had another train wreck in South Carolina a couple of days ago, or was it? Yeah. And, um, uh, it was two trains. And so, um, Jim Stone, the freelance journalist, he was saying, well, it's either that who was on that train or were they just trying to see if they could, instead of the dump truck, the trucks across the tracks, if it's, if the, to get the results they want, do we have to have two trains collide, you know, like, like an experiment? I actually, still, I believe, I agree with that. And, um, you know, the first, the first train wreck, I, I just, I say to Laura all the time, I cannot understand why people aren't getting, and I'm talking people that are pretty aware why they're not getting that this is so beyond Trump versus Hillary. This is so beyond what I'm saying is Democrat versus Republican. Uh, you can pretty much bank on the majority of the people that are extremely negative and trashing Trump. They're part probably of the pedophile ring period. It, it, it's like, I see it, you know, when you watch Hollywood uh, and they're coming out with things and they're using platforms that they shouldn't be using to trash Donald Trump. I don't, I, I can tell you right now, there's a, it's very clear. So for any of those of you out there that can sense or see or, or hear, go upstairs and ask. Because the people that are the most vocal, it's like what my dad used to say, I think thou doth protest too much. Okay. It's those that are protesting greatly that are really super guilty and they have a lot to hide and they're now running scared. And, um, People are starting to turn against each other within the cabal. You know, people are singing and they're sharing a lot of information that's even opening up more doors to bring more of the network down. So it's just accelerating. Don't forget there's like a momentum involved that's creating, it's like a snowball go going downhill. It can't be stopped anymore. It's just, uh, it's over the top, the momentum. Even with the light, the light forces are, are really 
think how long they've been working. I really want to honor the men and women who are just so totally putting their lives on the line. And these are, these are like galactic forces that we don't see. We can't really, um, you know, talk to them personally, let's say, unless it's on the etheric. But let me tell you, you know, they're, they're working just as hard as the folks that are on the ground here, if not more, you know? Yep. I think they took out that missile headed toward Hawaii too. They did. That was there, there were people that took some really good um, pictures of and film of a bunch of ships during that time. And then there was a whole bunch of tourists that actually saw it being taken out. Yeah. And, you know, apparently you were mentioning to me the other day, you know, there's planes falling out of the sky. There's um, helicopters shutting down and things like that. This is going to continue to happen as they continue to do something hostile damaging, destructive, you know, it, 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 it's just, it's not going to be tolerated. We're, we're way past that point. Now I do want to bring up something else Laura and I talked about, and that was, um, if you haven't noticed already, there's, there's a lot of bizarre deaths going on. Uh, you know, we're hearing, you know, somebody's son who's only eight years old suddenly dies or, um, a 33 year old girl commits suicide or, you know, you're hearing a lot of this. And um, I have a couple of friends that are hospice nurses. They're telling me some very bizarre things. Lots of people passing right now, lots and lots and lots. And this can really take a toll on those of us that are on the ground that care about them and love them. But just remember, it's very short lived and um, it just represents that, everybody's kind of racing to the gate <laughs> to get out of here. Okay. To get ready to, to be prepared to go, you know, first of all, in the healing chambers, uh, then you're going to get deprogrammed and then you're going to go into your own um, healing school kind of thing, you know, where you work on yourself. So uh, this is all good. One of the things I just got so devastated about was the million kangaroos that, you know, just fell over because they ate GMO wheat and um, no other animal would even eat the kangaroos. So that if that doesn't tell you how toxic that situation was, uh, I get just so in despair hearing about, you know, the elderly, the children, you know, all this stuff. And PC just said to me, he says, listen, you know, don't focus on that at this final hour. Just realize this is an ends to a means and they're all in their own way. Those, there are many that are actually trying to send messages out to the world to bring up, bring awareness. You know, these people dying of vaccines lately, Laura, they get a vaccine and they're dead within hours. You know, that's been reported lately and this is well, their I way have... of contributing to the awareness of the planet. Go ahead. Right. Well, I've been having, we've been having deaths in our family and, and, I mean, close to my, my family, like my, both my nephews uh, that are in their 20s lost two friends. I mean, recently, one was even at his wedding that I went to right after we, went, we came back from Ireland. And he was there. I probably danced with him, and they found him dead in his bed. And, and then my other nephew, his friend that he went to high school with, was dead on his porch. I mean, and then, uh, and then my... Um, the, the one, the one, that one, 
uh, nephew still lost his brother-in-law like last week. He just dropped dead. And this guy's 38, you know. I mean, so um, I, I'm like, what is this, you know, <laughs> too? But I'm glad you, you just, I mean, reminded me. Too. Yeah, it's all about the exit plans. And, you know, uh, PC talked about that, what, six, nine months ago? I can't remember when it was. But, I mean, he was really trying to prepare people. Exit plans are in order. If, if, if you did not choose your exit plan, it would be chosen for you. And that statement really applies more to those that are participating in the cabal, you know, because they, they refused to take their exit plans, as you know. I mean, we've heard that over and over again. So, uh, Laura, did you have a chance to watch the presidential State of the Union address? Yes, I did. And I think let's talk about that a little bit. Um, what What were your feelings? I I took some notes as well. Well, I felt like he was talking to to them by the statement that hit me the most was um, to honor the public servants who really do serve the people and to fire the people who are totally working against us. I mean, I did, it's not exactly the words, but he did, that's what he meant. And yeah. he meant all these, the, the, tra the trafficking, I mean, everything, the organ, the people that are getting paid, that are, we're paying their salary or whatever, and they're getting paid through the uh, organ harvesting and the child trafficking and the slaves and all this stuff, they're all tied to that. And you could see, half of his audience they were just sitting there practically with their arms crossed and looking at him with a dirty look and nancy pelosi looked like she was going to swallow her dentures i mean she, she looked was and she, she was got howling. she got interviewed right before that about you know the fisa memo and make yeah and uh oh she some, did yeah well the cnn host went off script and started going on and on about the FISA memo and why is this such a big deal and blah, blah, blah. And Nancy is all flustered and she can't really say, she's not making any sense, even though she's trying to answer. And he keeps going on and finally she says, you just don't know what you're talking about. Like that, <laughs> that's all she can say. And then I've seen her say that on another interview. Like if she uh, just gets backed up against the wall of questions, she'll say that to you. You just don't know what you're talking about. And they're not talking about, they're just asking her questions. They're not, you know. And so, um, I mean, there's that. And then I just thought that it was, uh, I really liked it for the most part. I mean, there's certain things that I don't, I don't know. I mean, we, you and I talked about this. Okay. So on these certain issues like Israel, I mean, I know that one thing he did with Israel by saying that he was, you know, moving our um, uh, embassy to Jerusalem and there was this big thing with the UN. Well, he just, he, it gave him the reason to withdraw the money that we give to the UN because the UN isn't for us anyway. And so uh, some other countries were going, hey, let's move our embassy to Jerusalem. So then they were going to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. they, they were thinking, hey, we should do that. So, so there is something about that. I just, I'm not quite sure about, you know, um, all this, uh, the Israeli stuff, but something's coming down with that. And then there's other ones that I don't agree with, like all the pipelines and stuff. Now, is it what we talked about? Is he just picking his battles and he has 
because he knows about the free energy and he knows about the technology that's been with, withheld from us. Now, oh, and I, I want it, I want everyone to know this, this guy is very aware. Like he's the first president to really acknowledge alternative news. He watches us. I personally know they look at my blog and other blogs. They definitely are looking at what we're looking at because guess what? They see us as the patriots. They see us as the people that are searching for truth and wisdom. They're not going to ignore us. And especially at this hour, uh, it's very important. Don't listen to any of these speeches without reading between the lines. There truly is code going on. There truly is uh, partial information being disclosed because it's the only thing they can do at the stage when there's a lot of lives on the line. Anybody who's in the military, anybody who does uh, this sort of operation, you know, you, you know, many times you're on a need to know that saves your life, you know? And we don't think that that's really going on in the media, but it is. It is. But it's uh, even going on with us. Absolutely. Here, Those of us that are doing our work, it's... it's on a need no basis as well. And so, yeah. um, what was the other thing I thought was... Um, well, I wanted to talk about the pipelines. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, he's he's... He talked about uh, clean coal, which there is uh, supposedly there's a um, there's a new technology that's come out where they're really trying to clean up and make it more energy efficient and cleaner for the planet. The with there is definitely something to be said for you know when you come into office like he did and you were prepped. <laughs> to do what he's doing uh, and and the it's it's miles and miles long of garbage that has been done to our our nation uh, the world the you know everything from the way that we communicate with foreign officials um, how we align ourselves with foreign countries uh, how we import and export you know, I mean, I remember in the old days when presidents used to talk a lot more about our GDP. They used to talk a lot more about our goods and services. You haven't heard that as much right. until he brought this up lately. He's really a, a stickler on, hey, you know, you come to the table, it's got to be fair for the United States. And it hasn't been. I think anybody that has any kind of economic awareness all you got to do is look at the figures I, I don't even know how our country's made it as far as we've made it seriously well the other thing is is that he also signed the health freedom bill which means they cannot force their crap their vaccines on them. yeah do anything like that and then the executive that was order, massive that and the executive order um was really going after the child trafficking human human rights abuses is what it's called in there, but it's everything. And so yeah. that's, and that's on the, the, you know, the whitehouse.gov website. Now I am curious about, 
I wanted to look into more about the tax bill because I know that the mainstream media keeps making, they always use the same talking points when they, when somebody wants to make a change, they use the same talking points. Oh, you're going to be broke. You know, they're going to take your social security and they're going to take your Medicare and all this stuff. They always use that to freak everybody out, but it actually isn't really true. So I guess I, I haven't really um, looked at, the bill itself, because partly is, um, you know, a lot of that language is so boring, <laughs> you know, but. Well, and, the, and the, the Social Security Fund has been, God, I was told years ago that it didn't even have any money in it. Right. They, they stole just, it. You know, they stole it all. And don't forget, they've stolen any amount of money they caught possibly steal that is our money to basically fund child trafficking to fund, you know, we're not talking like the immigration uh, within European countries right now. If you talk to people that live overseas, do yourself a favor. If you're on any kind of forums, if you know anybody that's from Europe or even, you know, uh, Australia or what have you, but primarily Europe, even Eastern Europe, Talk to them, get into a forum and ask them what's going on in their country since they opened the doors with immigration. There is a totally legitimate reason why that's the number one thing that the military asked Trump to do. Were you the one I was talking about where he has completely saved our ass? Just that right there. that part because I, I mean, I've been, li- there's women in these countries that are basically putting these YouTubes out and just saying, this has totally ruined our country. We, we can't be the way we were. Like uh, there was two French women that were videotaping, walking down a French, I don't know what town this was in, mm-hmm. uh, but it looked like a busy town. They just wanted to go to a cafe, but they were showing you there was no women walking on the street at all. And so, and, and then and they went in France. They went into a cafe and the men said, well, what are you doing? And are you looking for a man? And they're like, no, we just wanted to have a coffee. And they're like, well, and we said, they said, well, where are your, um, you know, sisters and daughters and mothers? Oh, they're staying at home like they're supposed to. And they were basically trying to tell them to get out of the cafe that they are supposed to be at home. Wow. And these women are going, this is France. What? You know, what the hell? This is ridiculous. And they were really pissed, but they were showing you what has happened by us being really, it's a program to be invaded by a culture that has very, uh, you know, it's basically uh, little respect for women. Well, yeah. And and children. Right. I mean, I'm not saying everybody that's uh, Muslim is like that. Cause I had a, I had a Muslim boyfriend for seven years who was African in South, I mean, not South Africa, in from Senegal, and he was raised in a matriarchy, and he didn't have any of that mm-hmm. kind of attitude at all. And well, um, that's true of all, isn't that true of all religions? I mean, seriously, you know, you've got your good and your bad. Right. In this exactly. reality, you have that. And right, but I think it true. sounds like the, but the, but it seems like the program is infiltrating with mostly uh, single men. That, but a lot of them are cr- criminals. Right, exactly. And, that's and they've the, shown violent behavior. 
Right. And they, so they dumped a lot of their garbage out to the rest of the world. Exactly. And that's the whole thing about, you know, I really get the wall has to do with keeping the drugs and the weapons from going across the border down there because the border guards have been murdered. And yes, uh, Curious was about illegally our shadow government sending or CIA was sending all these weapons down to Mexico and arming uh, the drug dealers. And so uh, the wall doesn't have anything to do with, you know, what the mainstream media is trying to make it sound like he's some big bigot. It has nothing to do with that. It really is trying to, because the CIA and the FBI have the bad parts of them. I mean, there's a lot of whistleblowers in those agencies that are either have quit, retired, or or they're still in there and they are blowing the whistle on it because they're so they're coming out of their compartmentalization mindset, you know, and um, and so uh, the the main what they've been doing is 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 creating these programs to infiltrate you know the countries and really screw us up like just take our money away so the only way i mean let's say for social security you know when you were saying that about you know that that thing's been there's been nothing in there because the way we're run is basically numbers on a computer so they just give you a number in your computer you know from their computer and just put it in your computer bank you know what how it does and if there's really nothing behind it it does buy you goods and goods and services but it's actually really a debt and it's fake yeah. so and well the other thing i want to add is uh before net neutrality and you know way before net neutrality when they weren't putting the screws on all these alternative blogs such as galactic connection uh i had a ton more overseas traffic and I want everyone to know it is totally real that they have shut down and filtered uh, our ability to reach the West, rest of the world. Uh, it, it, it's totally legitimate if you look at if you look at uh, the figures. But I can tell you there are some people up in Sweden uh, who follow our blog on a regular basis, and there's one gentleman that wrote in to me. He wrote a very long letter. It was so impacting. This is maybe two years ago, maybe, but it was so impacting on me. I was crying. And he said, you know, I actually asked him permission if I could post it up on GC and we went ahead and did it. And he said that because of the infiltration of these uh, Muslim immigrants, okay, he said that um, the girls it was becoming more common than not gang rapes were going on on a regular basis. Uh, and it got so violent and the, the something about the police departments weren't even really reacting, which just shocked me to no end. Uh, I guess because there's so many of them in certain cities where their immigration policy was more open, Sweden being one of them, and they're now paying that price. But they said that these, these young girls and even older women, um, lots of rape going on because you're coming from a culture where you didn't even get to look at a woman, right? Either they were veiled, they couldn't speak to them. The only way they would talk to them is behind the door of their house, right? 
and here they are walking around. The Swedes are, of course, a very beautiful race with, you know, the very white blonde hair and the blue eyes and that kind of thing. And uh, he said it had become so um, political, even within the local authorities, because of this immigration policy. And he said it got to the point where even the men are afraid to walk around in their own country. Yeah. And they've literally taken over towns mm -hmm. to the point where they don't even want to walk out of their houses. Now, what does that sound like to you? Sounds like Dearborn, Michigan. Yeah, that too. I've been there. They have. They, that, that's happened to Dearborn, Michigan, and they were circumcising the little girls. Now, a few of the doctors have gone to jail, but they get out really fast. <sighs> There's definitely a program to this. And I'm going to say really clearly, this is not to be anti-Muslim, please. You know, there's, like we said, we're talking about those that have come into these countries. They're ignoring their culture. They're bringing their ideals in and demanding that everybody change their lives because that's what they believe in. And, and they're committing point, atrocious that's acts, you know. And also, that's the point of the program. That's to what destroy it's the individual cultures, the uniqueness of each of us. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, the, I have a whole bunch of notes. Um, I, I wanted to know, did you pick up on the, the excitement in the air when he was doing that speech and the applause was unbelievable compared yeah, to and then the train wreck the next day even made it even uh, you said that the, that the, the politicians that were on the train and that gave them even more resolve. And they probably, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall at the Greenbrier um, retreat center when Trump came to speak to them. That would have been amazing. I bet. I bet. I, and again, for those folks out there that, you know, I know there's like people walk right into me and they go, Oh God, my family, they just, I can't get them to wake up about this, but how can you not deny um, having a speech and how many hours later they to take the train, train down? 12. It wasn't even that, you know, hardly any. The other, look at things metaphorically too. The fact that they used a dump truck, right? Some sort of dump truck to block the way. And, um, even the kid that was driving or that was killed was 26. 26 is an eight, which is their favorite number. Okay, they actually, eight represents infinity symbol. And it's the symbol that really to totally means you never get out. Don't ever forget that. Eights are their number. Look for eights. They're all over the place. Uh, yesterday, God, something that was, that went down in the Super Bowl was an eight. I was just, I was seeing them all over the place. Oh, uh, they, had, they had ads of the players that pretty much had the players shirts and they spelled nine eleven. Interesting. Like part two, actually nine eleven part two is what it showed on these, these flyers advertising the game. That's interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. 
Well, just just to reiterate, uh, let me see. These these are what he's claiming are some of the things he's done in just a year's time. Uh, let me see. 2.4 million new jobs are on the are being slated. 200,000 new manufacturing jobs, which they say is just unheard of in such a short period of time. Uh, let me see. Raising the wages. So that's a biggie. Raising the the minimum wage is definitely going to help the middle class. And um, let me see, 42 year low uh, on unemployment claims, 42 year low. So that would take us back to what, Laura? We got 18 years. Wow. So, wow. Okay. That's not bad. Um, let me see. Hispanic lowest unemployment in the history. These are the things he said. Um, Eight trillion dollar increase in the stock market value. For this was a biggie. Four hundred one k's and college savings have gone through the roof. That's been a really big complaint for those that are in the mainstream is they've just been nickeling and diming and taxing to death, okay? Now, I mean, it's such a joke that you're already taxed when you receive your paycheck for those that are out there in the corporate world, okay? Then you want to put it in the 401k, but then when you want to take it out, you get taxed again, right? okay? And you even get taxed maybe, depending on what kind of account it is, you get taxed when you put it in. <laughs> it's like, how many times do you, get to, do you have to be taxed? It's ridiculous. My brother, uh, he said that he his he's going to get more money uh, in his check because of what he did. So he doesn't know how much it is yet, but he said he would be. And you know, I thought he said there was, or somewhere I read that there was four hundred companies that are giving their employees big bonuses because of the tax cut. Yeah, up to three thousand dollars, people are receiving bonuses so far. And it is legitimate. There have been people reporting it. Uh, you know, the one thing I want to say to people is, well, you know, that's 401k and college savings and that kind of thing, which is in the system. The bottom line is that we've got to look at the greater picture here. And the bigger picture here is we've got to work with the construct that's in existence right now in order to get to where we want to go. Okay. And remember, this reality is not going to be around much longer. You know, we're just closing time loops. Uh, let me see. Biggest tax cuts in the history, which he got a standing ovation on that one. Um, oh, half the room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The rest of them were like scowling. Um, let's see. Oh, first 24000 Oh, first $24,000 in earnings. Uh, are not getting taxed. So that was uh, changed for the, the, the poverty to lower class, lower middle, lower, lower class financing, financial sector. Um, let me see. He doubled child tax credits. Right. So that's a big deal for your average middle class. They're really trying to help the middle class because it's disappeared. Right. I mean, well, that was on purpose too. Yeah. Oh, this was key. Did anybody pick up on this? He said, this will be the last time 
to file under the old broken system. I heard that. Now that could mean many things, folks. Many, many things. I was really happy to hear that one. Oh, and the Obamacare mandate is gone. And that got a huge response on the other side. Um, let me see. 35, 35% was the prior corporate tax rate. It's been dropped down to 21%. So uh, the first thing that I thought that people would think is, oh, well, you're going to give these corporations a break. They're not going to be as policed. They're not going to be, because he is getting rid of a lot of policies and procedures. But if you talk to corporations or even people that, you know, they sell pens for a living, okay? Um, if you talk to them about the amount of red tape that's involved these days just to run a company, it's insane. It should not be that way. So remember that these regulations it's like a regulation on top of another regulation on top of another regulation on top of another regulation. And we think it's all about saving the environment, but in reality, it's just to slow things down, keep people from not making too much money because that's one of their agendas. Right. Okay. And if you do make a lot of money, don't think for a moment, you're not going to be visited by the men in black, or you're going to have somebody show up to your door recruiting you to go to some cool seminar and then they mind control you. Or, I mean, one of the things um, that Natasha uh, on YouTube, she, she's suing, you know, Google, Facebook, and um, Twitter, and um, YouTube uh, for stealing all her, the money that she should be making from her advertising on, the, on her, um, her channel. <laughs> and she actually has proof of them taking it. Even Patron was taking her money. Hot. Seriously? So, yes. Wow. And so, um, and I had a weird thing with Patreon one time. Uh, somehow they got my credit card and I never agreed to give them any money for anything. And they took $5 out, but I was like, well, I didn't do anything. How did they even get my credit card? I was really yeah. angry. So that, that happened probably about a year and a half ago, and I've always had a weird thing about that. So, so what um, huh. Natasha, Natasha recommends, because she even has a video on all this stuff, I mean, on one where she recommends everybody just have, them, have a PayPal account, even though PayPal is not, <laughs> you know, it's safer than the other ones. Because really, I mean, when I listen to her, I really understand, because... What they do is they hide the data that should, oh, oh eBay. Uh, Jim Stone has a whole thing on eBay stealing all his money. And anybody else that has high uh, monetized items, they will, it'll, you know, like, let's say you're, you're advertising for something. You know, you don't have the physical thing, but because you're ad, you should get, uh, you know, some money for it or something like that. Sure. And, uh, and eBay hides that somebody bought it, you would never know they did. And then you, all of a sudden you don't have any sales. Whoa. And he said, pay attention to um, things that you were selling that were, that were selling. And all of a sudden they're not. Um, he, Cause he's a, a tech. He is a, he is some kind of it <laughs> um, 
extraordinaire. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it, but he understands how it works and how to find out what they really been doing. You know, he does. You know what, Laura, for those that don't run a blog, um, it's hard for you to wrap your brain around the things that could actually be happening just on a basic blog, but you'd be shocked the stuff I've seen them do to Galactic Connection. And you can watch it. You can actually watch putting in some very hot tamale post up there, and you can actually watch somebody removing it or they write over it or they make it into nonsensical um, codes and jibble and you know gibberish and that kind of thing uh, that's just one of many crazy weird things that they can do because it's code it's that's crazy. what Jim Stone was saying is that he he caught where they were um, commandeering his his um, his butt, you know, whatever he was selling and he could see what they were doing. So because he's an IT person really knows how his stuff, he went in a block that from happening or redid it or redid his password so that whoever was doing it and that person, whoever was doing it, locked him out of his own account right after that. <laughs> so it's this, wow. you know, that's the cyber war too. That's part of it. Yeah. I, now, when I got shut down for five days after announcing that ISIS was funded by ExxonMobil and BP Petroleum uh, with Mike Harris of Veterans Today, I don't know if he's still up there doing that stuff or not, but anyway, I haven't talked to him in a while. Uh, you know, that I was told over and over and over by Ashtar at that time, he was saying, don't worry about it you chose to go through this so that we could re what's the word he said it's like we re-implemented a different way of using the web so that they could no longer just flip a switch and turn you off oh so the kill switch is no longer yeah so you know we did a bunch of work up there for all blogs by the way okay um, so things could be a lot worse than they have been. This is why we're still running strong. You know, you've got a lot of strong blogs such as mine where we're, we're still up there and we're still prodding along, even though, uh, the pressure has been at its all time high to shut us up, you know, to pass legislation like net neutrality, which sounds really wonderful, <laughs> you know, but it's not, it's crazy. Well, they always try to make it whatever sound like something you would agree with, but it's really, if you look at what they're actually doing, it's not. No. It's just to get you to agree. True. And, and relax. Like, oh, we have it handled because, you know, we named it this, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, now, this was interesting. Did anybody pick up on this? Uh, let me see. He said he desired the love and loyalty in return from the country. Um, and he talked about saluting the flag. Do you remember that? Hands on the heart. He talked about, you know, let's go back to hands on the heart, saluting the flag, and putting the Christ back in Christmas. And I noticed yesterday at the Super Bowl, a lot of players had their hands on their hearts. Well, I, I noticed. Was really shocked. I noticed the flag behind him did not have any gold fringe. I noticed that too. 
I noticed that too. I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, ooh, this is interesting. Yeah, then he talked about um, judges' interpretations um, should be constitutional as written. And they just announced, I think it was yesterday or this morning, that first time ever one of the federal judges out of Texas has been arrested. For what? This is a big deal. I didn't get a chance to really listen to it, but um, that sets a precedence finally. Because I've been wondering when they were going to start going after the judges. Well, that's the whole thing is he's replacing their judges more than anybody has because they are so corrupt. Yeah. Now, I, I got a, um, a care to petition from a woman who's owned property in her family for 50 years or whatever, and it's been paid for for over 30 years, and Wells Fargo was trying to sell it out from underneath them. Wow. That's, that kind of stuff has been going on because there's weird crap that's written in these contracts that you don't know. It's some kind of code but it means you don't really own it. You know what I mean? They can go and do whatever they want and they have done this. They have been doing it. So um, she did put her petition out and she got a lot of signatures on it, but I'm hoping she, um, you know, can, you know, get because of that kind of attention that Wells Fargo will back down. But I mean, how many other people, I mean, they've done it to so many people. Oh, absolutely. I want to tell a story. I had three sets of couples back in the late 90s when I was, I was involved with Global Prosperity Group and I was just really on fire about it because they were teaching people what was really going on. They went into you know taxation and how it's illegal and they presented uh, documentation to show you know that we you know the trust the IRS is a trust and it's out of Puerto Rico. And I mean, they showed you all this stuff. I mean, I remember when I went to the first seminar um, for five days, I got home and I couldn't get out of bed for three weeks because every illusion that I had was shattered. Every illusion was gone. Well, one of the things I did was I met three beautiful couples. They were all um, between their fifties and their eighties. And they'd been together for a really long time. And all three of them individually and separately didn't know each other, uh, told me stories about what had been done to them. And it really fired me up because, you know, we go, if you go back to the history of the United States of America, which by the way, in the Super Bowl, they're just calling it America. Did you catch that? I didn't watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> I deliberately watched it just so I could watch what was going to happen. It's one of the main reasons I watched it. It was just like eyeing everything really closely. Well, who won? Who won? Oh, well, the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> why, why is that a thing for you? I was hoping the Patriots win just because of what the Patriots, the, the name the Patriots represents. I mean, but it's that was ironic that it was the Patriots versus the Eagles. Well, the, the Eagles, oh, I see what you the mean. Eagles, uh, that is the symbol for the Clintons and the Clinton Foundation oh. and, you know, the cabal and all oh, that. Oh, so we let, we basically let them win the game since they did, we didn't get to blow, they didn't get to blow. I don't know. Tom Brady fumbled a, um, he fumbled a play and that was pretty much it. 
after that. Well, here's the thing. It was neck to neck the whole entire time. Yeah, but they always do that. Here's the thing. There was a lawyer about a week ago. He was one of their lawyers. and So NFL is considered entertainment. So they have entertainment lawyers. Well, this entertainment lawyer was being interviewed and he went off script and he said all the games are rigged. And he was murdered about two or three hours later. <gasps> wow. I'm wondering if this one is going to come out, you know, if there's going to be some sort of con conversation about was it rigged and that kind of thing. I, I, well, I, I passed is, through my he mind. He said all of them are. And, and the reason he's, he seemed, you know, he went off script. And I think that's the other thing is that people are going off script. You know, <laughs> that's the other thing that's happening. And it, he, he, the reason he was saying it is that he really liked football, but that just took it away for him. Well, sure. he just pretty much took it away for everybody. If they would pay attention to what he said, it's all fucking, excuse me. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> There's the passionate lore I know. <laughs> You're so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, anyway, back to the judges. So that's a big deal, folks. That's a huge accomplishment to start bringing down these judges because this is where we really get into the meat and potatoes of the legalities that we all know. We have such a corrupt legal system to the core. Just well, here's the thing. The, 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 um, the, the maritime court system is actually a private cor for-profit corporation. That's what they are. Yeah. And so that's all they do. It's just really an extortion racket, period. Yes. Yes. Well, and um, let me see. I liked the fact he also said he wanted to defend the Second Amendment and religious liberties. He made a very bold statement about that. Okay, this is a big deal to me. He says he wanted to make sure that he gives the vets choices in their health care um, and have the VA have accountability because the VA has gotten so corrupted. Okay. That, they've been killing them. And I don't think people realize how badly the veterans, you know, our men and women, because a lot of women are going into the military forces these days too. I don't think they realize to the degree of what has been promised and then what they actually renege on. And I know enough vets, it would probably make you sick knowing that they're going out, putting their lives on the line. They really do believe the majority of the people that join the military, they have very high levels of, um, passion to defend and protect their loved ones, citizens, the nation, that kind of thing, or even just justice and freedom. Right. I mean, that's probably like the main theme. Uh, and the things that are being done to the veterans today, especially when they've been, you know, completely destroyed physically within a battle and their, their whole future is, Fubard, right? Because they can't go back to what they were doing previously. Um, I don't think people realize the extent to which they have really put the screws on the veterans. So that is a huge element. I, I, I know people are saying, well, he's really backed by the military forces, but you got to remember these are, these are the military forces, the four stars and, and other folks that, uh, 
who really understood and really realized that they themselves were out of the intelligence loop. They recognized that all security that they had grown accustomed to receiving was no longer coming their way. And yet they were heading up the military branches. Um, I've told, I've told uh, Laura this a ton of times. I'm back into reading some of, uh, I don't know if anybody's read Dick Marchenko books. I was drawn to them. And yes, they have a lot of vulgarity in them, <laughs> uh, at least in the earlier books. But if you read about this guy's story, he's a retired SEAL. And he is known around the world as the guy to come in and clean up for counterintelligence. And um, you can get so much information just reading his books about how things work between the countries themselves and getting a real clear understanding of these men and women and these special forces that are working behind the scenes that are actually that, that have successfully brought down ISIS uh, that are going in and, and stopping some of these wars that are all over the place. Uh, you will really get a feeling and an, and an acknowledgement of how much of a clearance they have and how much of an awareness they have. And there has been, just like Drake said, there's just been this very quiet, under the radar movement amongst the military because they've had enough. They've been used like cannon fodder without even one consideration for decency, humanity. You know, I mean, if you know what I'm saying, I mean, I, I, I'm not into war or anything, but it's just, I get so fired up. Just the, the absolute um, lack of, of, gratitude and respect and honor for the military that the Obama administration, I mean, even Bush was like using them big time, you know, and sending them into things. Well, like, they've been used all along. I mean, you go back. Absolutely. To but I mean, there was a time, Laura, there was a time when they were much more revered. Uh, and, you know, I mean, I'm, t I'm not denying that there's been uh, some really screwed up, situations where they've sent men and women and this is all over the world okay this isn't just the united states where they've they've deliberately sent uh troops in knowing okay that they were just going to get slaughtered uh but go back and read macarthur go back and read about Patton. go back and find out what these guys were really why did macarthur uh step down why why did he you know you will find that there's just been this very uh, percolating fury where they realized that they had literally given so much power and authority to this, this whole secret society of uh, intelligence agencies that were making decisions that, had, that were affecting those on the, on the ground in a really bad way and they didn't give a damn they didn't right. they don't and care. they still don't they, they still don't whereas you know i mean i've met a lot of i've met a lot of military just because of my upbringing and i i don't know anyway and of course i'm going to say there's obviously there's a whole nother slew of military that are up to their eyeballs and you know pedophile rings and things like that 
But I just want to say that there is also this other side that's absolutely incredible. You know, because this the the uh, spiritual community where we are anti-war, we don't believe in it. We don't believe that's the way to address the situation. We know that we can find a resolution in other ways. But I'm just saying, at this moment in time, with the amount of terrorism that's going on in the world, the number of wars, the, the amount of like Looney Tunes and mind-controlled people that are walking around all over the place, uh, it's, I don't, I don't know what else to say. Right. It's, just, it's unfortunate that that's where we're at. <sighs> um. Yeah, this is what you were talking about. Remove federal employees who fa fail the American public. That got a huge standing ovation. On half of us, half of it. <laughs> One yeah. side. Yeah. Um, God, he had so much stuff. Bringing uh, the motor car, motor car capital back into a reality. I mean, I, I've blogged several posts on Galactic Connection. I mean, Detroit is really scary. Yeah, I know. That place has been brought to its knees. Actually, it's been brought to its toes. Uh, it's really like a ghost town in some locations. That's so crazy. Um, let me see. Oh, the terminally ill. Trying new experimental approaches. Now, I kind of had a little bit of a eh because that involves the pharmaceutical industry you yeah. know what i mean but here's the thing if that's their choice why not well because here's the thing a lot of people um you know are denied through their insurance these certain things that could really help them because that's what they believe you know i mean and it probably would it's just that it you know from our standpoint we know that that how to um recover from anything is a lot cheaper and easier and not so invasive. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, we know that, but a lot of people don't. And so true. Uh, let me see. You talked about building claims down. Um, uh, build with American hands. That's a biggie. Cause we, you know, we've essentially lost our whole manufacturing and, uh, you know, base here. Um, I love this. Know the dignity of a hard day's work. That was his exact words. Invest in job training. That's really interesting because don't you remember back, uh, at least me, in the 1970s, they had very, very proactive groups that would come to the high schools and really promote on-the-job training. Do you remember that? I didn't get that here. Okay. We got it there and it really helped me. Yeah. You know, I did crop coastline regional occupational program while I was going to high school. And it was well, they, great. It keeps kids out of, out of trouble. It gets them to start realizing what they want to do, gets them out in the real world, you know, and this is of course, again, folks, for people that, you know, you, you want a job and you want to stay within the, within the corporate environment, you know, there's the assumption to that. Uh, paid family leave. Did you see that one? Yes. 
That's biggie. Real biggie. Um, he's, oh, this is another thing. He made sure he dropped that there were 320 million hearts watching that speech. Now, I went up on the internet to look and see what the claims were. And the highest was Clinton, 73 million. Obama was 24 million. And Reagan was 42 million. So uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. And of course, you've got more ways to watch it too. Right. So um, then he talked about uh, citizenship and um, work, education, meeting, meeting. Oh, and his whole educate, his whole education policy for the citizens, which to me sounded really logical. Sounded really logical. Um, you know, cause he was talking about the borders ending catch and release, which I absolutely know beyond a shadow of a doubt that that was going on. Cause I was in the security industry for about, well, I was in the, at least six and a half years with one company. Um, and I called on DEA agents and they actually talked about that. They were so frustrated. And that's well, what just to put them on the public because why? Because they that's part of their program or what? They it was just a policy. It's like you had one you you had like your immigration department, for example, that would bust them, okay? Uh, and you also had the DEA, which was constantly working with them. Many times, uh, they were kept compartmentalized. Okay, and they each did their job separately, but ultimately the policy, and I, I heard this in the military as the years went by, the policy ended up becoming, they'd go out, it's just like what the police have been complaining about, they'd go out, they'd do their job, and then they just put them right back into society, even though they had proven through evidence that they were a murderer. Well, that's the whole thing about all the, that's what's happening now is really bad, because yeah. they always well, how come he, he murdered somebody? How come they just let him go? Exactly. It's really, and then he talked about chain migration. Yes. Um, I thought that was really good. Ending the visa lottery, which it says random citizenship. Uh, it should be based on respecting the country, which I think that's a given anyway. I remember when I was 21 and I traveled for 62 days all around Europe, my dad said, you don't go into one country, period, and not try to either speak their language or respect their culture. That's it. End of story. You know, that's the way it should be. But there was so much stuff. Oh, my God. He, he dropped a lot of information. Uh, the opioid crisis that uh, he and Melania have, Melania in particular, I guess, is really going after. And he said there were 64,000 um, overdoses. This yeah. 64. There were 174. Uh, wow. 100, 174 people die each day. 174 people. I took these notes. 64,000 overdoses and 174 people die per day due to opioids. Wow. And think about it. That's all part of the other thing. It's all part of the, the slave traffic that they're bringing in through the immigration being so open. It's all part of 
uh, Oregon. God, um, when I was going to Australia, a woman was standing in the uh, LAX and she was handing out, she was from Asia, and she was handing out flyers about organ donors and how it, illegal harvesting oh. of organs and stuff and how it, it became so rampant. And I mean, I just looked at it and I was just like, oh my God, what else? Right. So it's, I, I, I quit doing that, volunteering for that on my driver's license. Yeah, I know. I need to do that. Gosh, I need to do that. But I mean, it makes you realize they, they're looking at these children. They're strictly like, you know, a cup. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, what, what's it made of? What can I use? Okay, if it breaks, let's, if it breaks, what can we use, use it for next? Do you get what I mean? Yeah, because they make, they make, they have um, human Sick leather me. stuff. They make. Oh, I know. And, and also, uh, when I was watching the Super Bowl, just to take notes on that, um, you know, they, they didn't, they made a comparison between Mickey D's and Wendy's. And they talked about Mickey D's is flash frozen beef. And I just cringed. And I saw one of the players' names was Tori Smith. Did you know that? And I thought to myself, oh, my God. You know, it totally brought back memories of Tori and how he would literally follow these trucks after they loaded the bodies that they were done with into these trucks. And he watched them go into grinding up the children, and then he saw them delivering them to these other plants. He followed it from one end to the other. I'm pretty sure he was the one that delivered that information first. I know. It was just really sick. So be careful, folks. I mean, you can get fast food at another restaurant and pay less money now, if you haven't noticed. You know? Well, you can get fat where? <laughs> well, you can go to Japanese restaurants. Um, oh. When I was working all the time and I didn't have a lot of time, I, I didn't want to go to fast food. You can, you might wait maybe, I don't know, seven minutes more and get a full meal and it's like $5 less. Oh. You know, and it's, in my opinion, healthier. So uh, we're getting close to tying this up. Um, there is so much to talk about because there's so much going on. You know, you've got the whole thing about Guantanamo Bay. Um, you've got all the information that's come forward just in the last week. Did you kind of notice there was a little bit of a lull period and now it's picking back up again? I don't know. I've noticed that. This is a week that we should be watching everything that's going to go down. Oh, I see. Because last week, everybody, even though I'm, I'm sort of, I'm a little bit isolated, but um, <laughs> when, I go, when I go to yoga, uh, I listen to people and the teacher will say, wow, what a week this has been, this past week. And, and I'm like, really? I didn't notice that. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I didn't notice it personally for myself. I mean, I, I would say out there, yeah, the, the <laughs> speech and the train wrecks and the, this and you know all that stuff you know well i just 
I think we really need to keep our eye on anything that's going on with the Olympics and Korea. Um, watch for North Korea and the articles coming out about North Korea and South Korea. That's a biggie. And also what Laura has brought up about Jerusalem. There is so much more than meets the eye regarding his decision to move uh, the embassy to Jerusalem. There's a way bigger picture. Uh, I talked about it just briefly asking people to remember jurisdictions, okay, jurisdictions and boundaries, and also time loops. You know, who walked that area many moons ago? Laura. Oh, you're asking me? <laughs> <laughs> Laura, are you going to pass out on me? <laughs> we walk there, you and me. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> but anyway, um, we're just going to have some fun. We're going to kind of go over things. We hope that you guys enjoy this. Uh, we just decided that we were going to break the silence and at least come out a little bit. Um, what I, again, want to remind you is I asked PC specifically. He said checkmate. So that's a really big deal. Um, as of today and the Super Bowl went off without a hitch and one last thing well, actually a couple things on the Super Bowl if you happen to notice uh, Timberlake's whole presentation there were lots of laser beams there were lots of mirrors there were lots of um, uh, sacred geometrical shapes like triangles within triangles within triangles within triangles there were also uh, doorways you know like boxes looked almost like doors within doors within doors within doors well this is because this is how they operate don't think for a minute that that was just a um, a nice little appealing you know entertainment uh, piece uh, there was a massive attempt to have Se severe mind control performed through those avenues. There were even lights at the base of the stage, I believe. There was like uh, uh, red and green and I think it was blue or yellow or something. So look for stuff like that because when you see that, you're, you got to know that they're sending information, subliminal messages, frequencies, specific waves, um, at the audience and at us, anybody that's been watching it. I would highly recommend that you go up and you ask to have anything that was programmed within you removed, okay, from watching that show. Um, and I want to say one other thing about nan nanotechnology. And what has come to my awareness is that we've put so much focus and emphasis on GMO foods, okay, which is absolutely, you know, spot on. In fact, Laura and I ran into a facility that was in Scotland, uh, and it was horrific, and we knew that they were doing experimentation there um, with animals and plants, and oh, it was just despicable. It was just disgusting. Anyway, uh, so what I wanted to say, though, is the bigger player now is nanotechnology. And, and it, it's, it's in each and every one of us. It's in every single one of us. So uh, that is where we need to really put our sights on next. Is, you know, how does that affect us? 
what is the purpose of that? There are some great videos. I put one up on GC about a couple of days ago regarding this topic. Really open your eyes. If you find any really good uh, footage on nanotechnology, please send it to uh, Galactic Connection. We have the submissions at galacticconnection.com. You can send you know, ideas of what you want posted up there. We do have um, our bloggers actually look at it to see if it kind of meets our criteria. Um, and yes, we do present both sides of the story. Okay, we do present some of the um, perspectives on both sides regarding Trump. Okay. Uh, and, you know, most of the time, it's, it's the information within the video that's the most important thing. We're really trying to to send out the message of not getting too um, polarized, okay? But uh, anyway, Laura and I, I think, you know, one of these days we'll be able to go over the Ireland-Scotland trip because there were so many amazingly miraculous things that occurred on that trip. It changed both of our lives forever, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you want to say anything else? I quit dyeing my hair after that. <laughs> Tell them about well, your teeth really fast. My what? Tell them about your teeth really fast. Oh, oh. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Well, anyway, I had an accident about 11 years ago, and I, anyway, um, to not get into that, but I did um, break teeth, and I chipped the front like in a semicircle. And so I've always, I've still been, you know, fixing my teeth here and there and needed crowns. I didn't lose anything, God. But um, anyway, uh, so I was getting ready to get these front, four front teeth um, capped or crowned. And uh, the dentist <laughs> talked me in to do it before we went on the trip just to do the temporaries. Never should have been done. Oh, the secretary didn't agree with her. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't agree with her. Well, anyway, and she's like, yeah, it's okay. That's good. So, and she did this a week before we were leaving and two days before we were leaving, the two front ones came off. It was so terrible. So I had to uh, have her do an emergency, you know, thing on me the next day and uh, so that I could go on this trip. And then a month in, we were at a, we were in Scotland and we were eating really good Indian food. And all of a sudden my front tooth is missing and I know that I swallowed it and I just <laughs> I freaked out and I left my jacket there forever. Oh, that's right. I gave you the money for the dinner and I just said, I can't take this. <laughs> and so, um, we you were a good sport though. I mean, it only took you about a day or so to snap back. You, you handled it. Well, I probably yeah, she literally had to walk around without one of her teeth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a snaggle thing anyway. So, uh, cause they really, they, you know, once you say you're going to do that, man, they just, they whittle it down so they can fit the thing on. So, um, so then I, then when we got to Ireland a few days later, I had to get, they gave me an Irish tooth to fix. Right. So, and it didn't match, but it looked way better than the other things. <laughs> the rest of the trip, I was just like, just trying to pray that they stayed in. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I remember that. She was so afraid to eat. You know, she was I like, was like, I was doing this and I go, I told her, I said, I guess I can't eat anymore. <laughs> I said that to you and you're like, what? 
<laughs> anyway. Well, anyway, yeah. I want to thank you, Laura, as usual. And uh, we're going we're gonna to see how this goes and because we really like talking about all this stuff. So why not record it, right? Uh, I do want to point out we are running a promotion through the 14th of February. And please keep in mind that we are a free service. It costs me about two grand a month to run Galactic Connection. And uh, anything that you purchase through GC supports that and helps us uh, stay afloat and pay all those that have been either volunteering their time or, you know, assisting us. Uh, take a look at it. It's under galacticconnection.com forward slash uh, special dash promotion. And um, it's pretty cool. We're running a really cool special on essences and oils for the joy, uh, connecting with the heart, and feeling beautiful within. And it's for the month of love. That and also uh, the machine you have me on is working really well. I mean, I've had some, uh, you know, especially my knees and my left knee and my right heel and my right shoulder. <laughs> Good. And I'm feeling a lot better. I mean, I, I'm blown away at my left knee. I was getting a little bit worried about that. But, um, well, we should talk about that next time. Okay. We'll talk a little bit more about the Galactic Energetic Solutions. That's what she's referring to. Yeah. So, uh, and I want to talk a little more about, she's an absolute essential oils expert. So uh, we'll get into that and some of her perspectives on that. We have so much we can cover. So anyway, everyone stay tuned. Uh, love you lots. Um, hope you enjoyed this as much as we do. And thanks, Laura. I love you. I love you too. Thank you. Take care, everyone. Have a wonderful rest of the week and really keep your eyes open. This is the month of amazing accomplishments that are going to show up. Okay. Take care. All Bye. Right. Bye. Bye.